0: Greetings, I'm Pastor Lupi, and uh, we are live here at The Church in Indio, California, in the United States of America. We are a precursor movement, a prophetic voice announcing the message of the times and preparing the body of Christ for the final hour. Today we have a really awesome message, and uh, I'd like to welcome you, each and every single one of you, and uh, I'd like to ask you invite the Holy Spirit Holy Spirit you are welcome in this place you are welcome in this hour you are welcome in this generation we need you today more than you today we need you Holy Spirit we need all our dependence upon you and uh, we depend on your presence to be able to have effect and uh, I allow myself to give you full control I give you full control why don't we give full control to the spirit of the Lord so he may do what he wants to do in our lives in our nations and in our generation I titled today's message the last outpouring remember the church is not here to pastor people online the church is to prepare the church all over the world for the final hour glory movement and for the things that the Holy Spirit is wanting to tell this generation. He called us for this mission, and uh, we are here uh, carrying out the mission that God placed in us. And and it is my prayer that you open your heart and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you, to speak to you according to what He's doing. Uh, I want to read a scripture to you before I get started, but the message is called The Last Outpouring. Yes, we are going to receive the last outpouring very soon in this generation. And it is why the spirit of God is urging the Church of Jesus Christ and the world, but he's mainly preparing the Church of Jesus Christ to get in the times and understand what God is doing. I want to read to you a scripture that I actually have written in in um in the in the book that is uh that I'm finishing up. For the longest time, but I'm finishing that up, and it's called Glorious Outpouring. You've seen me, uh, if you've seen me before, heard me before, you will know that I've been announcing the glorious outpouring that we will receive in this final hour. I acknowledge your presence, Holy Spirit. I receive your glory. We receive you into the the atmosphere and into this message, and uh, as we've been praying together, Holy Spirit, make your presence manifest. I want to read to you this scripture. It's found in the book of 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11. And it says, Concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with the greatest care trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow. See, these prophets who were receiving revelation, they were searching carefully, diligently, intently. They were trying to find out what generation or to whom these promises were and uh, who was going to live those out. And, and it says that it was the Spirit of Christ in them that was pointing to what he, the Spirit of Christ, was predicting about the Messiah, the sufferings, and the glories that would follow. We are the generation that God called for this final hour that we are about to enter into. And a part of those coming glories is what we are going to live in this final hour We weren't alive to see the Messiah walk here on earth and see his sufferings personally. But we've seen the benefits of that grace and that salvation through Jesus Christ. But the glories that would follow, we are about to receive the most glorious outpouring. It is the last outpouring before the return of Jesus Christ. It is the last outpouring before the return of Christ. And the last outpouring will mark the final hour. And it is why God is urging us, the church of Jesus Christ, to understand the times that we are living in and these glories uh, to which the Spirit of Christ was pointing uh, in them, the Spirit that was in them. And the, the same Spirit told them, It is not for you. It is not for your generation. It is for future generations that will come. Many, many, many years after. And see, those generations, that generation for for the glories that would follow is us. We are about to receive the last outpouring. The last outpouring that will be a glorious outpouring. It is not just a holy visitation. It is a habitation of the Spirit of God. We are about to receive the most glorious outpouring of God here on earth. And it is why God is calling his people to understand what is taking place so that we can position ourselves, position our hearts, our lives, our homes, our ministries and begin to unite the people in the church all over the world. Unite the people so that we may begin to call upon God, prepare our lives so that we may be ready for what he is doing. The, the coming glories, there's many coming glories. We're, we're going to enter into the final hour in which many of these coming glories are going to be lived out. Isn't it amazing that we this generation are found in the Bible, whether or not by name? But we are the generation that God said, I reserve something glorious for the final hour. The The coming glories they, that God reserved for the final hour is, is the generation that they were talking about. They were intently searching trying to find out where, what time this was going to take place, what generation uh, through whom it was going to take place. And it is through us, people of God. In the book of Malachi, before I get started with the rest of the message, and see, these messages are not just a preaching. These are prophetic messages. This is a message from the Holy Spirit that is saying, let me tell you what I'm telling you right now through this messenger. This is what we are, thechurch.co. This is who this person is. And uh, Malachi 3.1, it says, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. Then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to this temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. Well, this messenger that it speaks of in Malachi is talking about John the Baptist. But let me tell you something that you will read in this message that God has instructed me to uh, write, Glorious Outpouring that many of the stories that already took place, many of those things, we are repeating history again in so many ways. We have another John the Baptist prophetic voice uh, in this generation. And uh, I don't know how many are walking with the same message, with the same message of the times, but God is doing the same thing. He's sending a messenger, the messenger of the times with a message that is saying we are about to receive the last outpouring and it is a global outpouring every nation is counted in this final hour why because god is going to bring uh, the the harvest into the into the kingdom of heaven through this glorious outpouring of the fullness of the spirit and the latter glory but before that before the messiah was revealed john the baptist had to come the prophetic voice had to come the voice announcing a message for the for his generation had to come first before the revelation of the christ we are going to receive in the final hour the one of the the signs that god will give the whole world in the final hour is the sign of a glorious revelation of jesus christ that has never been given to any other generation and he reserved it for the final hour because it is how God will glorify his son and glorify his name through the church, through a revelation of Jesus Christ that will come and inhabit the church and through the church move in this final hour. And this messenger must come first before the revelation for the final hour. The the messenger must come first the messenger that is announcing the, the, the way, it is a, a preparing the way, announcing the message, and also telling people, We must repent, people of God. We must, you must repent. We must come to God and come to terms with God. We must begin to seek God. We must unite with these times and understand that we are about to see the most glorious outpouring of the Holy Spirit. and God not God usually doesn't come and pour out his spirit in the richest of neighborhoods in the most uh, biggest of, of ministries. He comes to like when He sent us His Son Jesus Christ. in that humble manger, He came to the most humblest of place and uh, the lowliest of, uh, of places and see God is wanting his people to come to a state of being in which we humble ourselves understanding we need to make room for the Messiah we need to make room for the revelation of the Christ that will come through this last outpouring and God is looking for men and women young and old ministries all over the world to turn to God in such a way understanding there is a last outpouring that is coming it is global and I need to prepare my life my heart I need to prepare my home and ministry I need to prepare things and to make room for this before the glorious outpouring which is the last outpouring I see this messenger right now has been speaking for some time already and and the message will is intensifying And it is going to grow, intensify more and more because we're we're coming close to the final hour. But before that, people of God, God wants to pour out his spirit even before he pours out his spirit globally. And in this outpouring, the revivals will break out. Revival is so needed right now. We need revival in every city, in every nation right now. The revivals that will only come if we take on this character and humble ourselves. If we come to God, if we return to God according to his terms, it is why he's sending a messenger, in the, it, which is the spirit of the times. In Malachi 4, 5, and 6, it says, See, I will send the prophet Elijah to you before the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. See, now we're talking about two, two three things. We're talking about if we humble ourselves now and we begin to see God now, we will begin to see revival now in in our personal lives and ministries and in the communities. Wherever he is, there's hungry people and we'll come to God understanding this and instead of setting aside the message, we will see revivals. We will see revivals that are so glorious. We are given an opportunity of a lifetime. Because God promised revival before the glorious outpouring. But that revival will not come until we come to him and we truly humble ourselves before him. If we prepare our lives, if we, if we begin to prepare our hearts and our ministries and our homes and our, and our marriages and whatever it is that we need to prepare. How do we prepare? By, by agreeing with God in so many ways and letting go of so many things that we need to let go of. That, that is stopping the flow of the Spirit of God. And see, God is, is saying here, we're talking about the last outpouring. We're talking about revival, the outpouring, the last outpouring, and we're also talking about the return of Jesus Christ. That dreadful day that will surely come. And see, people, we are the ones that they were trying so hard to find out to, to who he was uh, uh, talking about, who what generation they were talking about who was going to live to see the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow and we are the ones that will see the glories that would follow and yes we are going to see lots of per- persecution but it will this empowerment from heaven the last outpouring is god's is god pouring out himself upon us he is he's filling his church with his latter glory he's giving us the fullness of jesus christ he's revealing christ and moving in this earth like like he's never done it before besides with jesus christ and see for that god is is calling bringing us messengers once again i will send the prophet elijah to you before the great and dreadful day of the lord comes and he will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of the children to their parents, or else I will come and strike the land with total destruction. See, right now, the spirit of Elijah is surfacing once again because just like John the Baptist came in the spirit of Elijah, now we have another John the Baptist prophetic voice moving in the the mist, in the air, in different places of the world. And this John the Baptist also was like the prophet Elijah, returning the hearts of the, of the parents to their children, children to parents. And, and God, this is the generation in which we will see the spirit of Elijah once again. The spirit of Elijah will come through the, through the prophetic voice speaking to this generation. And uh, right now God is uh, calling the church of Jesus Christ. And he, he wants the church to understand there is a last outpouring coming. I wrote something in in the in my in my book and it goes like this this will this will be the last outpouring the last great awakening the last revival in all the world the last call to the church and to humanity before Christ comes back this is the last outpouring and this is the last call to all humanity this is the last call to the Church of Jesus Christ, get it right, get back in track with me. This is the last awakening before the return of Christ. This is the last outpouring before that dreadful day. This is the last opportunity many people will have to get back to Christ, to get saved, to be touched by God, to be uh, uh, rescued by God. This is the last outpouring. This is the last wake-up call from God to this generation. This is the last outpouring, and this is, th- this is it. Uh, there's no more glorious outpourings that will come. It will grow and go from glory to glory. But this is the last outpouring, and it is the last call to the church. And he wants to bring the church to be part of the real church that will remain until the return of Jesus Christ. And God is calling us, church, you must come to me now and prepare yourself I am a messenger of the Lord in the spirit of Christ, in the spirit of the times, the spirit of Elijah that is calling this generation to return to God with the understanding that there is a last outpouring that is coming. And unless we turn from our ways and unless we come to God and unless we understand this is it, this is my last call, uh, people that won't answer the call, they will miss it. They will miss God and they will miss the rapture. So this is the last awakening. America needs to repent and we will see revival. The nations need to repent and we will see revival. The communities need to repent and we will see revival. The the churches and the ministries and the ministers, the young and the old, we all need to return and repent before God and say, God, I don't want to miss what you're doing. I don't want to miss the rapture. I don't want to miss this last call. Because many will not answer, not even when this glorious outpouring comes. Many will not answer the last call. But this is the last awakening. And before the last awakening, in order that we don't miss more people that we don't lose more people we need to return to god now and say god i want to prepare my life for the last outpouring i want to prepare my life for the last awakening god i want to prepare my life for all the wonderful things that are going to take place and for the persecution that will take place god will not let us go through something that he hasn't equipped us or given us the strength or the power to be able to press through and break through all that and see, the final hour will be an hour of persecution as well. But for that, that is why God is giving us the fullness of His Spirit, and He's given us the latter glory. He will reveal His glory in this final hour, and He wants to bring us now into this uh, communion, into this alignment with Him by us understanding there's a last outpouring that is about to come to the whole wide world. It is a global outpouring, and it is the last outpouring. Many people were looking for an outpouring all their lives, but they never saw an out- outpouring. The last and greatest outpouring was in uh, Pensacola, but over a hundred years ago in Azusa Street in Los Angeles. And see, these people that when, we have to look back and find out how it is that they got revival. How was it? It was sovereign move of God and it was also because people turned to God and humble themselves. The, the lowliest of people will always receive uh, the goodness of God in manifestation because we, we, if we humble ourselves, God came and gave birth to Jesus in a, in a humble setting in the manger. It was a humble setting. And see when, when a Sousa revival broke out, they were, they were, they were uh, of the lowliest of people, according to the documentaries. God didn't come and visit the richest of the rich in the most mega churches. They didn't even—they had third floors, but they had a heart that they were hungry, fasting and praying until revival would come. And see, God is saying, "I want to give you revival, people of God, but you need to understand that there needs to be a a hunger." In, in, in you there needs to be a hunger in us we need to want this revival so much that we will do what it takes to get revival and revival means that we will be awake and we will be uh, we will turn from our ways in so many ways and we will it, it will prepare us for the final outpouring the last outpouring because if not many things are taking place right now in the spirit and in the natural in every nation And it's taking people farther from God instead of of bringing the people to God. And the only way to stay is if we get a Holy Ghost revival. We need the fire of God to ignite the hearts once again. We need the fire of God once again to ignite people. I was thinking, it was interesting because I've seen a a, a couple of uh, people get so radically transformed in in, in the last uh, few days. And then they're, they're calling and calling and calling and texting, and, and they want to do all these things, and they're on fire for God. And it just put me to think are we ready for the great influx of people when revival hits? Are we ready for that? Because these people will get so on fire for God that it will come and, and, and will shake uh, everywhere and will cause all the ones that are kicking back and are are just idle, neutral, uh, or or spiritually old or tired, they're going to wear us out if we don't get prepared now. So it is why we need an outpouring right now. We need people to understand, I am about to enter the final hour. This is serious business that we are in. It is kingdom business. And God is saying the last outpouring is about to come. It is the last awakening. God in his great mercy and grace, this grace and salvation will once again reveal itself in planet earth. And he will he will he will awaken. There will there's going to be an awakening all of a sudden all over the nations. There's an awakening that can only be done by the Holy Ghost. And people will awaken to the fact of their our spiritual condition, the state of their soul, the damnation that is so close, a dreadful day. It will return many to Christ, many prodigals, but it will also save many people all over the world. God is going to glorify his son. He's going to glorify his holy name before he takes the church uh, out of this earth. There is a last awakening and there is a last Call for humanity. God is saying, "Humanity, nations of the world, I am. I am going to give you this last opportunity. This is my last call to humanity. Get it right. Turn to Christ. This is my last call to you, man or woman, young or old. This is my last call. If you don't get it, if you don't get in, you will miss it. You will miss the rapture, or you will lose your soul. And God is calling us. It is why He's sending messengers." that will hear the sound or has been given the message of the times to say that outpouring is coming the revelation of the Christ is coming but you must repent now you must turn to God now prepare your heart now and the cause revival now because if we cause a revival through our lives and we will be able to see many many transformed lives and hearts many of those who who were losing because we don't have the Holy Ghost and fire in full manifestation God has been silent for a long time. Even though he's been saving and healing, uh, he's been, really, he's been silent. If we look at it corporately, he's been silent and he wants to be brought back. We need to turn to God with such a hunger and, uh, and be able to bring God back. We need, we must go after God. This is the time, people of God. We can't sit around and just play church or just visit church or just think about it or stay at home and, and, and just go on with, with normal things. And uh, this is the time where we need to go after God. You want revival? You need to go after God. We want revival? We need to go after God. God is wanting to be pursued by, God, by us. God is, is waiting for his people to go after him. He's waiting for us to say, God, I want you more than anything. I want you above all things. And see, we must acknowledge God above all. We must value God above all. We need to acknowledge our need for God. Because if we don't, then we won't go after God. And we want revival, but not at the cost of praying, interceding, fasting, praying, seeking, and and, and being before the presence of God, even if I have to be in the building every day of the church, even if I have to spend hours in the closet every day. But I am after you, God, and God is looking for those who are after him. God is calling the people right now because he's making a great distinction in this hour. Through this whole pandemic, through this whole thing, the, the stuff that is happening locally and globally and nationally God is making a great separation, and He's making a separation between those who are His people and those who still choose to not walk in His times and His seasons or what He's calling us to do. And see, right now, we need to go after God. We must thirst for God because the Bible says that He will pour out His waters in the thirsty land. And see, we're not thirsty enough to go after God. I'm thirsty for you, God, and it is nothing that will satisfy this thirst except you. We are thirsting and hungering for you, God. See, this is what 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 went through. We have an opportunity of a lifetime. To cause revival, especially that He promised revival. God promised revival. God promised America to be reborn. God promised revival in India, California, and we will go after that revival. That will that will cause a a, a, an, a an outpour in other places because people will be awakened through the power of the Holy Ghost. But we need to understand. We need to go after God and prayer we need to be groaning in the spirit this is of the spirit through people who are hungry for him people who are thirsty for him because if we're not hungry hungry enough we're not seeking His face. we're not going after him with all our heart well if it comes it comes it ain't gonna come he will come because he finds a hungry people he will come because he finds thirsty people he's uniting Christians all over the earth that will come and call upon God and make intercession for our nations, call upon God for our generation. It's time that we pay a price for our generation. It is time that we sit and call upon God and uh, seek God and uh, allow all differences to be set aside so that we can unite as one with his spirit, with his heart, until we find this revival that he's talking about. Before the last outpouring, many people are stepping into eternity before the outpouring. We need an awakening now. We need revival now. Many people are missing God, are leaving God because there's no manifestation of the Spirit on earth. So who's going to bring the Spirit of God? God is waiting on the people of God. God is waiting upon humanity. The unsaved are not going to call upon God. It is the church of Jesus Christ that God is after. It is is the the church of Jesus Christ. He's not after the pastors. He's not after the teachers, the prophets. He's after the church of Jesus Christ. We in Christ are the church of Jesus Christ. And he's after each one of us. He's calling upon us before the last outpouring. Before the last awakening, awakening before the last call. Last call. Some people are not even going to make it in their last call because they will reject God. But if we bring God to this earth now, there will be revivals that will awaken people right now. So how do we do that? How do we do that if people are not wanting to pay a price? How do we do that? God's looking for a remnant. There's a remnant out there. There's people of God who really fear the Lord and who really are, are serious enough, fervent enough to get on their knees, humble themselves, and uh, hurt with what hurts God, grieve with what grieves God, and uh, will move us to action before God and seek God until we, we bring this revival before the last outpouring. And see, there's a remnant, the Bible says, Then those who feared the Lord, we're uh, we're reading out of Malachi chapter 3. Then those who feared the Lord talked with each other. And the Lord listened and heard. What are you saying that God is listening to? Is it talks of prayer and fasting and getting together, joining as Christians, and uh, let us seek the face of God, let us tarry on the Lord until he comes, let us have prayer vigils, is that what he's hearing? Is he hearing, God, I'm so hungry. We're so hungry for you for this generation. We're so hungry for you, God. We need you. We acknowledge that we need you, God. Is he hearing that? I believe that for the most part, he's not. I believe for the most part, it's all all about something else or someone else. But until we understand it is not how how good we put a, a service together, it is not how perfectly and carefully we can, we can uh, put together a, a, a service. It is the Spirit of God in the heart of a person that is causing them to call upon God until we bring the presence of God. God wants to take full control. God wants to be loved. God wants to be uh, valued and acknowledged. God wants to be uh, desired. That's why the Bible says, and then the desired of all people will come. When we repent of our ways and we turn and we hear and we talk to each other and we talk to God and uh, and we say, let's bring God. Let's bring God. Let's get serious about bringing God. we understand that without God we won't make it. We understand without God there's no change in and in, in the community and society, in the economy, and our nation. We understand that that the rulers of darkness will advance their wicked plans unless the Spirit of God is moving. We understand that the church is more dead than alive, is more empty than than full. We understand if we acknowledge these things and we set aside our differences and we unite with God with the Spirit of Christ with the spirit of the times and began to humble ourselves and and understand there's a last out point, this is it. We better get it right now because there's a line, a distinction line that is being made. God is making a great separation even now. God is separating many. Many are stumbling because of this, stumbling because of that, because of pain, because of fear, because of anger, because of loss because of uncertainty because of the spirit of the times of the of the wicked one because uh, they let go of prayer because they they, don't, they can't get together in a church building and people have stumbled they've left they they've abandoned the faith and see so it is why we need an awakening right now before the glorious awakening that is global so God is calling people God is making a separation there's a, a group that was that is set apart it is a, there's a distinction people that will stay and stay and stay, persevere until we cause that God comes to earth for the good of humanity, not just for our own lives. And then a scroll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who feared the Lord and honored his name. It is time to honor the Lord. It is time to fear God. It is time to, to say, God, what do you want us to do? Because we want your presence back in our communities, and our nation, and our ministries in our homes and in our lives. We want you, Holy Spirit. We want you back. What do we do? The people in Azusa, one of the things that they, they were very careful of is to do nothing that would displease. In Out of fear of God, they would do nothing that would displease God. And see, in this generation, it's the opposite because many in the body of Christ, could, they don't care if God is displeased, angry, grieved, present or not. So God is looking for the church, the remnant, who fear God, honor God, and understand we don't have God. We need God in this generation. We need God in this hour before the last outpouring, before we lose more men and women. And we want everybody to come to Christ. We want everybody to return. But it's not going to happen with just words or with just a good song or a good message. It's going to happen with the Holy Ghost. Because the Bible says that when the Spirit comes, He's the one that convicts us of our sins. He's the one that has to be poured out and into the hearts. And the hearts, all of a sudden, they're awake and it's like, what happened? What was I doing? I'm wrong. I'm lost. I need a Savior. I'm backslid. I'm cold. And see, it, it is, it, God is looking for these people right now. And they're found in the church. It is the church of Jesus Christ that God is calling and then God, and God says, "On that day, on the day when I act," says the Lord Almighty, there will be my treasured possession. I will spare them, just as the Father has compassion and spares His Son, His Son who serves Him. And you will see, and you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. So, how do we do this, God? See, in this, this is where we come into Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10." I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants a spirit of grace and supplication. We need a spirit of supplication. We need a spirit of prayer because this generation is as prayerless as it could be. This generation does not understand travail. This generation doesn't understand gro- uh, groaning in the spirit and, until we give birth to the purposes of God. This generation doesn't understand that it is about a greater purpose. This generation, uh, because they're so disconnected, uh, uh, there's prayerlessness. So we need a a, a spirit of supplication that is the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God, the the Spirit of grace is favor. We need favor once again upon us. And see, God wants to give us that favor. He wants to give us an outpouring before the last outpouring. And that point is the grace of God, the favor of God, the acceptance for God to accept our prayers, to accept our, our sacrifices uh, 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 that we present before the altar, our lives, a living sacrifice. We need to be able to put, make supplication before him, supplication that will get his attention supplication before him and this cannot happen unless he pours out his spirit of supplication in us this is a generation people of god some of you might be groaning in the spirit some of you travail maybe but it's very few of you out there because this is a generation that has abandoned god and his ways and god is bringing the he's waiting for for us to come back to him and and turn from our wicked ways well, this generation is not willing to turn from its wicked ways. This generation does not want to, the generation wants to stay in commodities and, and, and all of self and whatever it is. No, if it, there's no gain for me, why should I do it? They see no value in coming to God. They see no value in the prayer and intercession. They see no value in uniting with the Spirit of Christ until we bring down the presence of God but God is speaking to the many or the few in the body of Christ, in the church of Jesus Christ, that we must come and ask for a spirit of supplication to fall upon us, to pour out His Spirit, and all of a sudden there's a prayer, uh, prayerful uh, meetings. Everybody wants to pray and pray and pray until the Spirit of God comes. There's a spirit of supplication that comes. What is supplication? Supplication is an earnest prayer. Supplication is a a fervency, a a fervent prayer that will avail, that will prevail. Fervent prayer means earnest. It means passionate. It is full of God, full of the passion of God. And see, these prayers, they have to shift from God help me for my need, for my family, for my home, for my this, for my that. And, And it turns into God's heart through a spirit of supplication. If we don't understand that it is so urgently needed that we come to God and we go after him above all, we need the spirit of supplication to be poured out. We need that spirit to come once again as the people who received revivals in the past, people who would not give up. And see, the spirit of supplication is fervent until it is accompanied, the, the, the word uh, supplication, it is accompanied by a conviction, a, a, by showing a true conviction and a desire, a true desire. And see, that, that conviction and that true desire can only come from the Holy Spirit. So those who, who want to turn to God and who want to turn this generation back to God, to be of those who awakens this generation, including ourselves, is that we need to call upon God to give us a spirit of prayer, a spirit of supplication and grace. That grace, that favor, that he, he hears our prayers and he keeps pouring out his spirit. We have the opportunity of a lifetime to cause these revivals by humbling ourselves before him, by hungering for him enough to go after him in fasting, in, pray, in praying, and the priest weeping between the porch and the altar. Humbling ourselves and seeking a space until he comes. If we always attend to something else, or we say, I'm not, I don't want to because of this, because of this, because of that, in the body of Christ, God doesn't see denominations, God doesn't uh, see color or race, God doesn't see gender, he sees Christ, He sees the blood of Jesus Christ. And God is looking for the church that is washed in the blood of Jesus that honor the blood of Jesus and that puts aside all these obstacles that have gotten in the way from God coming and manifesting himself, when man stops getting in the way, then we will see revival take over. When man stops resisting God in their way, in any shape, in any form, in their services, in their home, and in their thoughts, in their, in their in their messages, then we will see God come and revival will will uh, break out. When we stop getting in the way and we humble ourselves and we make ourselves like that main, make ourselves like the lowliest of persons, understanding before God, without you, God, we will not be able to, to carry on. Without you, God, this will just be the same old thing. Without you, we will miss revival. We will miss you. And we might even miss out the last call that you give in this generation. Without you, we might miss our purpose, God. Without you, we won't be able to have effect or have any kind of effectiveness here in society. Without you, the prayers won't even go to to heaven, to the throne. But with the spirit of supplication, we will bring in the presence of God. We need to hunger for God. We need to go after God. Some people go after things. Some people go after uh, people. Some people go after riches. Some people go after other stuff with such determination. Why don't we turn that around and say, I'm going after God. I'm going after my God. I'm going after God for this generation. I'm going after God so that I can cause a revival in my city, a revival in my community, a revival in my nation. I need to humble myself before God. I need to pay the price. And I call upon God for a spirit of supplication to begin to uh, pour out in this hour upon this generation and see if we get sincere before God, if if our prayers are fervent, not just oh God help us, oh God help us, no, no, I am on a mission after God and see i'm on a mission i'm gonna meet on monday meet on tuesday meet on wednesday meet on thursday meet on friday and saturday and sunday before god between the porch and the altar in the ministry in the home at work alone together but i am after the spirit of god i am after god we're not after the manifestations we're after god we're after his face we want him on this earth without him families will continue to be destroyed the youth have, we want nothing with God. Parents and children, there's a big generational gap. There's a big gap between parents and children. And God is saying, I will send my messenger. I will send the prophet Elijah. I will send the spirit and power of Elijah before the great revelation of the Christ. And I will unite once again the parents with the children, the children with the parents and the, and the, the sinners that will turn to the righteousness of the, of the just. And that is through Jesus Christ. And see, that is beginning to happen and it will be more so evident in the final hour when the last outpouring comes. But you must come now and call upon God. God is waiting for us people. He's waiting on this generation of Christians that say they're Christians, that say they're the church of Jesus Christ. Set aside your differences. Set aside the prejudices. Set aside whatever it is you are stopping the flow of God in your life and ministry and city. Set aside all the stuff that has gotten in the way and has has told God, we don't want you in this nation. We don't want you in this generation. We don't want you in this ministry. We don't want you in this home. We don't want you here. I want to be the controller. And when, when people stop controlling and they get in and they let God take over, then God has already found the vessel that is that is willing to surrender completely and that's a manger in itself that is saying Holy Spirit come. And it could be an individual. It could be a marriage. It could be a home, a household. It could be one ministry that has laid aside all this stuff and has call, is calling upon God, going after God, going after revival that is only done by the Spirit of God. It is the Spirit of God that brings convictions to the hearts. And it is the Spirit of God that makes intercession before God with groanings that cannot be uttered. And then God says, And afterward, after you humble yourself, after you turn to me, after you acknowledge how much you need me, after you acknowledge that you, that you are an intercessor, you were placed there as an intercessor, and that you, you're, you're there to call upon me, spare your people after you make room for me, after you humble yourselves, and you seek my face and turn from your wicked ways. And because the people don't want to turn of their wicked ways, you call upon the spirit of supplication. You call upon the grace of God. And, uh, and, and, we, and we acknowledge this before God. And he says, afterward, I will pour out my spirit. He will pour out his spirit. If God promised you revival, then you have a, a, a rightful right to go after that revival, seeking God's face making room how is it that i need to make room god it is time to get wise in the spirit with the spirit of god and get get to a place where we can talk to god and he can talk to us why isn't god speaking because we're not listening because we don't stay long enough to hear the answer when do we want revival today well then then sit there until you get revival today I need the answer on how to do things. And you sit there in that state of being and you don't move from that state of being until you unite with his heart and you find out what it is that he's expecting from you so that you can bring a revival to your life and ministry and city and community and nation today and uh, be ready and prepared to, to receive the last outpouring. This is the last outpouring, people of God. But before that, he's given us this opportunity to come and humble ourselves before him and bring revival that will only, not only benefit ourselves, but benefit many. Because many, once revival fire comes, everybody all over the world will hear about the revival fire. They will hear about outpouring and every nation will hear and they will make a way to get to this place, to get a Holy Ghost revival that they can take to their cities and this will spark up fire, revival fire everywhere until we are so ready to receive God more and more and more and more. People will uh, unite, they will join in this. And it will prepare more and more people the church of Jesus Christ and the society will start coming to, to Christ with the reality of the Spirit of God in fullness here on this earth before the last outpouring. So I call you today, people of God, call upon God for the spirit of supplication. If you're doing nothing with your life and you are the church of Jesus Christ, if you've already been saved in Christ, you already, you're serving God or you're, you gave your life to Christ, but you're doing nothing with your life, make the most out of it by getting into the spirit of prayer and and supplication. Go after the face of God. Go after revival because if one or two on earth get an agreement and we can bring revival, but God wants it done his way and he's looking for the mangers down here on earth. The humblest, the lowliest of people will always see the manifestations of God because many times intelligence gets in the way. Pride gets in the way. Money gets in the way. Tradition gets in the way. Titles get in the way. When we lay all that aside and we say, all that, thank you for for all you've given me, God, but I'm after you. I'm after you, God. I'm after your face. I want you, Holy Spirit. And our prayer turns into, that's all I want. You're above everything, above all, and I'm not stopping until you give us revival. And that's when he will come. And I close with these scriptures. I will no longer hide my face from them, for I will pour out my spirit on the people, declares the sovereign Lord, Ezekiel 30, 39, 29. In the book of Joel, we already know that scripture. Afterward, I will pour out my spirit. The last outpouring will be global, it will be glorious, and it will be mega. It is absolutely awesome. And I, and I close with this. This will be the last outpouring, the last great awakening, the last revival in all the world, the last call to the church and to humanity before Christ comes back. I pray you get saved and stay saved and pray for revival. Let us pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, give us a spirit of prayer, a supplication, spirit of grace and supplication. We need a spirit of prayer to just be poured out upon us. Pour it out, God, in every nation. If you're there watching us, why don't you pray? Don't just watch. Pray. Pray. The ones here, let us pray, God, pour out a spirit of supplication. Pour out your spirit, God, that will ignite and convict the hearts with such a fervent, passionate prayer where we will begin to travail in the spirit until we birth your purposes, God, that we will groan in the Spirit. Give us new tongues. Awaken the gifts of the Spirit once again in this hour, in this generation of Christians. Bring us back, God, so that we may bring you back and uh, that we are able to uh, extend our, 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 our lives into society and bring revival in our communities. I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, and if you haven't given your life to Christ, this is the time, this, is, this might be your last call, your last call to secure your soul for eternity. And it is only done through Jesus Christ. Just accept him as Lord and Savior, as the only way to the Father and to eternal life. God bless you. I greet you in the name of the Lord here in the United States of America and, and all over the world. And uh, visit Christians United for Christ in Facebook or online, christiansunitedforchrist.org. We're united, uniting for this purpose in all the nations of the world. Lay aside your differences and let's unite to bring revival, to bring God back to our nations. God bless you. I'm Pastor the church.co in India, California, in the United States of America.